preparing for war against a handful of whites whom you represent. Listen now as Escape brings you Anthony Ellis' exciting story, A Matter of Conscience. Islands were still the Netherlands Indies, and the island of Bali was a part of that group. There are a lot of things they tell you about Bali in posters and brochures, of the maidens with their grace, of form, the flowers, of the music, and the exotic dances. All these are charms for the appetite of the civilized Westerners. But there is also the matter of the native character. I know these things because I was the government president at the time. A number of people still remember what took place. My heavens, how they remember. <laughs> but nobody talks about it anymore. When you consider that it caused a native uprising and cut off the tourist traffic for two months, it is a better thing to forget. Uh, my house and my office was in Singaracha, which then was a town of some 12,000 in the north of Bali. The matter began one afternoon in November. An English pleasure ship had arrived the day before. I had received a visit from an old and valued friend, skipper of the ship, Captain Logan. As a matter of fact, the captain was drinking tea with me when Mynheer Hochstraten came in. My heavens, he was nervous. My dear, good afternoon, Mynheer. You, you, you've not met Captain Logan. No, you're from the English ship. Yes, how do you do? Mynheer Hochstraten is my assistant. Uh, will you have a, a cup of tea? Uh, Yes, I don't know. 
Captain, I, I, I want you to see to it that every one of your passengers is aboard ship immediately. That is better. It can be. I, I should have to go to Sring to see the head priest. Oh, this is a nasty thing. I don't mind telling you. <laughs> Balinese are a proud people, and on that day damage had been done to their pride. My heavens, I had no idea how much damage until I met the high priest. He received me in the inner court after Tempest. Mani Renan, it has been a long time since your people and mine have spilled blood. Are you speaking of the Dutch government or white men? Both. We are peace-loving. I do not need to tell you that, but today there is anger within us. I cannot say where it may lead. Because of the foolish and thoughtless antics of boys, they will be dealt with. They will, Manier. Is that a threat? They will be dealt with. Have I not always been fair with you, Meta? Always, Manier. Then. Let me attend to the matter. You may do as you wish. You are the government resident. Will you tell me, have you found the young men? By now they may have been found. And the women? They too will be dealt with. They were not priests. No, but they have brought shame upon us. One is my own daughter. Lerang. Oh, I am sorry. Now you must forgive me, Munir. I have duties to attend. Um, Lerang, you are an educated man. You know the Englishman meant no harm. It was stupidity and ignorance. And I cannot believe they would harm your daughter. Good afternoon, Munir. Of course, I, I could not exactly blame the high priest, but to allow sympathy to interfere with my duty was impossible. Before the thing went any further, it had to be stopped. There had not been a native uprising for over 30 years, and I frankly valued my position too much to allow one now. Bali is quite a luscious place to spend one's life, you see. I went to the constable, Manier Kirlin, and discussed the matter with him. I wondered what had happened, Manier Leyland. It's altogether too quiet for this time of the day, and I don't like the sound of that gong. Do, do you think they would take up arms? Oh, I doubt it. I very much doubt it. Still, we mustn't be positive, must we? I trust that the governor has not heard about this. Oh, my heavens, no. It would mean our job. I, I, I tell you frankly, Quinn, I'm worried. The Balinese seem to have disappeared. There wasn't a soul about when I came down. Uh, the tourists back aboard the ship? I imagine so. Captain Logan was seeing to it. And Maidan would not say what has happened to the idiot boys who did this. No, no, but, but you know, the old man, more than likely his daughter and the other one, ran off with them of their own accord. All the girls love visitors. Unfortunately, this time it is the head priest's daughter. Excuse me. Oh. Hello, Constable Singh. What? 
many men as you can since they are off. What happened? Yeah, yes, they'll be along straight away. What happened? Very bad. Idiotic. Hello, Cornelius. Kerwin here. I want every available man on the street in two minutes. With guns. You understand? What has happened? No, no, it's the natives. They're running amok. I just got a call from the constable at Bato. I'll explain to you later. Have you a pistol in there, Rafe? No, my, my heavens, no. You better take this. They are attacking? What have they done, Colonel? They're tearing about Bula Lang, waving their swords all over the place. Searching for white men. That's as much as I could get over the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, please, Manila. delightful island. Those lovely, hospitable people had seemingly gone mad with anger over the antics of three tourist boys from an English school. I, I could not believe it, but there it was. Bali was in the midst of an uprising. We, we drove in a small lorry to Bulelang, and when we got there, there was not a sign of life in the town. I don't mind telling you I was frightened. Nothing like this had ever happened to me. And here I was, walking along the street with a pistol in my hand. Cornelius, help your men patrol the wall. If you have any trouble, draw your weapons. Yes, sir, yes. Sir. Where, Where is everyone? Oh. General I don't like this way. The town is completely empty. But they would not leave their shops open like that. They would if the temple people ordered them to. They must have run off to the hills. Any whites living here, Dr. North? No. None of the native quarters. Unless they were visiting for some reason or other. Oh, I really think I had better notify the governor. If this thing spreads... I've heard about it in Baton. It's already spreading in here. They have... What? What? You, you, you see somebody? What? Outside of the road. In that shop. I see nobody. I... All right. Come out. You in there. Oh, I say. I say. English. Oh, jolly good, you chap showing up. I thought you were savages for a moment. These little devils, where did they go? We should like to know that, too. Are you from the ship, sir? Yes, I should jolly well say that I am. This is bad form, you know. Awfully bad form. Would you mind telling us what happened? Oh, well, actually, I happened to forget. One moment I was examining some rather quaint idols in the shop over there, and then a, a herd of screaming Balinese roared down the road, gibbering and brandishing perfectly huge swords. I managed to get away and hide. It's not good enough, you know. You Dutch chaps ought to do something about Just it. Just one moment, please. Is there anyone else with you? Uh, with me? No, no, not at the moment. No, no, I imagine the other two chaps went back to the boat. You are not by any chance one of the three young men from Lexford College. Oh, marvellous. How on earth did you... Oh, it's of course the tie, what? My heavens. You started all this. Do you realize I, that? I beg your pardon. I, I think of here. Who are you? I am the Dutch resident here, Raynan. And this is the chief constable. My name is Curling. 
So, well, well, how do you do? I'm Reginald Mockridge. You are under arrest, Mr. Mockridge. Under <laughs> arrest? That's impossible. I'm a British soldier. You and your friends went into the temple of Serene today and behaved in a shocking manner. What has become of the native girls? Oh, my dear child, I haven't the foggiest notion. Not the foggiest. Do you understand that the whole island is in a state of revolt because of your stupidity? Oh, my dear sir. If your two friends are found by the natives, they will most certainly be killed. Can you understand that? Oh, but actually, it was a little laugh. Doing that. I warn you, they 
I mean, here was I giving orders as though I was a born military leader. It was extraordinary. And I was completely paralyzed with fear when I thought of what Medang would do to us if we failed. My heavens, I, I did not want to die, and most certainly not by Eastern methods. It seemed an age before I heard Curlin say that we were ready to go. For Medang's benefit, I had walked up and down in front of the doorway, keeping up a steady stream of aimless conversation. And now I hoped that my disappearance would not be noticed for the last minute or so of our day. Oh, I couldn't stay as close as you can to the buildings. I think you'll find it clear behind the town. Then you can make a circle around. Head for Singaraja. Mr. Markwich, you better have my gun just in case. Good luck. Thank you, sir. I'm sorry. Yes. So am I. Get help as quickly as you can, Cornelius. Yes, sir. Now then, Manea, we must be very quiet. Let me go first. Happily, you meant not a sound.
coming to the open Balinese uprising. But there was still the question of what to do. Maidan has to be dealt with, so did the Englishmen. I talked it over with the governor and the English consul and Captain Rogan and the communications were made with England and the foreign secretary and the Dutch home government. It was quite a problem. Then finally it was Mr. Marcovich who did the right thing. As he said, it was a matter of conscience. Well, it brought my folks to Kimberley, I realize that. I mean, besides the nonsense in the temple. Well, then. But you see, she was really a lovely little thing, the lad, you know? Yes. And, and since Madame feels that I started his daughter's blessed honor, well, I, I suppose it could be put to right, don't you know? I mean, it, it might satisfy him. Say, taste, isn't that what you said? That is what I said. Yes, well, Roger, then I'll marry her. You will? Yes, yes, don't you see? My people are disgustingly well. We can do it. And then when I get home to England, we'll get a divorce. All very hush-hush, of course, because Mummy will be absolutely furious. And then I'll ship her back to dear Daddy and Madame, you see? And she'll have so much money from the divorce settlement that she can own half of Bali. It might do. Well, after all, it's the very least I can do. After all, you did save my life, and I'm most terribly grateful. It might do. And then this, this puts the other chaps in the clear, you see? And then we can, we can all go home. I will talk to Madame. I did. I am through the governor and the British consul, and finally Madame's daughter Lelang. I think she was quite surprised, for she had no idea what it was all about, and I am sure she cared less. That being one of the delights of the Balinese maidens, their ingenuousness. But she agreed to marry Mr. Marcovich if he insisted which about put an end to the matter. Maybank was a little touchy for the next two months or so, and the governor thought it wiser to close the Balinese ports to tourist ships until things calmed down. One rather odd thing, though, Maybank's daughter never did return to Bali. Western civilization must have intrigued her immensely, for she remained Mrs. Margaret's and the last time I heard from them, she's making a brilliant career for herself as a ballet dancer. I'm the mother of twins. Either make 
kill you. So listen next week when Escape brings you Les Crutchfield's exciting story, The Diary of a Madman. <laughs>